<laughs> Hello and welcome to the Should I Go See a Podcast. I'm your host, Bill George. With me, as always, AJ Rebecca. Hey, Bill. Today we are reviewing uh, The Black Panther, directed by Ryan Coogler, starring Chadwick Boseman. Yep. This episode is going to be spoiler heavy. This, this episode is geared towards those of you who have seen The Black Panther and ideally seen every or most of the rest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I think universe. every is a strong word. <laughs> most of the rest of the Cinematic Universe, where it would tie into this movie. Sure. Uh, so again, if you have not yet seen a Black Panther, you either should stop listening, come back, watch a movie, and then and then sure. listen. Or if you don't care about spoilers, go for it. Please listen away. Uh, so we talked in our Should I Go See It episode about Black Panther. We both said yes. Uh, we both really enjoyed it. And... We both <laughs> have more things to say about it. Apparently, well, the way that you are, are... Or maybe we don't. I don't know. Uh, maybe. Like gonna wrap up. Let's just call it. <laughs> Fuck it. No, I'm not calling it because there are things that I want to talk about. Let's go. Let's Bill, just jump into it. Okay. All right. A couple things. So first, I want to just talk about where it ties into the MCU because I'm a big MCU fanboy. And those were the things that I were was looking for in particular when I saw this movie because it is the 19th, I believe, MCU movie. And so I always would like to see the payoffs from, you know, being a long time yeah. watcher. I feel like you didn't get the payoff that you wanted. Not as much as I wanted. No, I, I mentioned that in the other episode as well, is that I wish it was a little more tied in. Well, because it but, wasn't a true origin story. Right. And it takes place after the events of Civil War, but doesn't get you caught up to what, but it kind of gets you through Ultron, but not... Yeah, no, it's after all that, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but it just doesn't feel like it. It doesn't. It, it definitely feels You're like, like an island. You're in movie purgatory. Yeah, it feels like an island to itself. It takes place after Civil War. And this is the last MCU movie before Avengers Infinity War. Part one. Oh, my God. No, they changed that. It's no longer they're doing a part one, part two. It's oh. going to be... It says Infinity War. Just, that's and then it? just another Avengers movie that has no title yet. Wait, What? Yeah, they changed that a while ago. It was a few months ago. Or yeah, they I don't know if I'm change. more surprised that you know that, or like did you already pre-order the like Hasbro <laughs> line that's gonna come out of Target? Like you're gonna be fighting eight-year-olds for A-Man masks. <laughs> Whatever it takes. I'm not above it. So <laughs> oh my God. Uh no, so this takes place after the war. And as the last movie leading up to Infinity War, I figured that there would be a lot of setup in this movie to leave you like ready for and it does not do no. any of that. In fact, the one main MCU tie-in at the end of Civil War, Bucky, the Winter Soldier, mm -hmm. puts himself on ice saying, like, until I can figure out my dual personality issue, uh, I don't want to be a threat to anybody. So they, his arm is gone after the fight with Tony Stark, whatever. Yeah. They put him on ice and they leave him in the caretaking of the Black Panther in Wakanda. And that's where they introduce Wakanda. It was at the end of that movie, the post-credit yep. scene. Yep. And they say they're going to come and Cap says they're going to try to come get him. Yeah. And Black Panther says, let them come. And then they show like the tiger and, or the panther statue. Yep. yep. So I figured I went into this movie because I don't watch trailers. So I went into this movie knowing nothing about it. Assuming that it was going to be about them, somebody from the outside. Did you think it to, was going to be like a buddy cop movie with <laughs> with Black Panther and Bucky? I uh, know, but I mean, write that down. We trademark that right now. Uh, no, I screw the Hamlet references. <laughs> screw the Lion King tie-ins. Like yeah. we're going to go lethal weapon. Lethal weapon. Yeah. So I thought this movie was going to be outsiders invading Wakanda to get Bucky, Bucky. and then that oh, I none, never thought about that. None of that happened. But what we did get is forest wizards 
Lazy Eye. <laughs> well, we did get that too, including Young Forrest Whitaker's Lazy Eye as well. I know. What a great, what a great cast. Uh, instead, post credits, they do wake up, Bucky. Oh, I didn't stay through it. Are you? Wait, really? Well, here's the thing. This is going to go to a bigger thing about why I, why this, why the cinema is irritating me. Is it was a nine thirty start time. Guess what time they actually started rolling the film? Nine fifty five, probably. No, it was like ten oh five. Oh. So by the time it was all said and done, it was like 12, 15, 12. And I was like, I'm getting t- lethal weapon time. I'm getting <laughs> get too old for this shit. shit. So I went home. You couldn't wait the eight minutes through the credits? Absolutely not. There was a girl next to me eating popcorn, <laughs> and I literally wanted, I wish it was like an like a eight stories up so I could jump out a window. I hate people chewing. I Can I share a recent movie experience too? Go on. Guy next to me, phone, full brightness, checking uh, it regularly. Really? I'm like, you, you, Savage. Can, you can control the brightness. Yeah. You shouldn't be checking your phone to begin with. Here's but the if thing, you though, are, you can control the you, brightness. You could, you, could blow, you could put that glow in my eye. What I can't stand is this. <laughs> <laughs> no. Or all I heard. No. Not as bad as the glowing. I was gonna, I was gonna try to yell at the guy, but I didn't know if he was trying to like steer ships away from the rocky coast. Like I didn't know why he needed <laughs> such a bright, why he needs such a bright light. Have you ever yelled at someone in a movie theater for being loud? Once it's I made a passive aggressive remark. No, at the I end yelled, of a movie. "Shut the fuck up!" in the middle of a movie. <laughs> no, because then that awkwardness just lingers. It That's just fine. sits there I like can't. a weighted blanket. <laughs> no, I can't, go, can't do that. All right. Anyway, so back to so Bucky. back to the movie. So the point is. At the end of the, oh, let me let me paint yeah, a word no. picture for you of the end post credit scene. Okay, um, Bucky's awake. The sister has woken him up, and and he has still has no arm. Okay, and says like you have a lot to learn or a lot to know. I don't know, whatever. That was the end of it. So Bucky's awake. He's in Wakanda. I presume they're going to give him a vibranium arm. Sick. I mean, that's got to be the next step. Uh, Why didn't they just take Andy Serkis's arm from the trash bag they dragged him in? <laughs> yeah. So that was another MCU tie-in I want to talk about. Yeah. They killed off Andy Serkis's character. They did. In like a very unceremonious way. Yeah. Which, I, I don't know, I, which is kind of a shame because I thought he was a good sort of fun villain in the sense that he, he was, great. was like mustache twirling classic that villain. Sound that sound kind of fun. One liner he put in in the casino was yeah, that's hysterical. Pretty good. That yeah. was pretty good. Uh, and I don't know if you caught this. He was missing his arm. And that goes back to Age of Ultron, Avengers Age of Ultron, where Ultron actually cuts his arm off. Yeah. Uh, so that was another little tie-in. So plot, okay, so obviously, like, you have some issues with plot, and you were... No, it wasn't necessarily an issue, just, I guess, surprised, and that's where uh, I, still like li- I still liked what it was. Okay. It just wasn't what I expected, okay. which is what it is. So we have pretty strong um, performances all around. You have... Chadwick Boseman, who plays T'Challa. You have Michael B. Jordan, who plays Killmonger. Um, mm-hmm, yep. You have Angela Bassett, who plays Ramonda, Ramonda, which is T'Challa's mother. Yep, the queen. Um, Forrest Whitaker, Andy Serkis. You're like you got a ba- you got a good great cast. Great cast. For me, who stole the show is um, his sister, Shuri, played by um, Letitia Wright. Letitia mm-hmm. Wright. She was. Fantastic. Apparently, yep. she's been an episode of Black Mirror. I've never seen it Black before. Mirror this past season. But, like, yep. the perfect mixture of comedic relief, and she was kind of a foil character because she she's able to progress people forward, yep. you know? And I thought she was great. My least favorite character. Well, I, wait, can I add one yeah, thing about sure. her? The other thing I loved about her, and this is something that's coming up a lot in discussions after the movies come out, is that some people think that Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa was, like, the least interesting character. 
And I think there's some merit to that. I still think he's a he's a compelling character. I like him. But I think part of the reason she was so great as a sister is because of what she brought out of him. Like seeing their relationship and her like being able to make him smile. Joking with the sandals and the yeah. thing and the soup pushes him back. She yeah. helped him and helped develop him from being such a stone-faced, serious guy. Well, so like I thought their dynamic was fantastic what you have to remember too is like he is a king in a nation that's as old as time like right. when he's out in public like he can't be joking around Just, he's, uh, he's a goddamn king you know yeah. like he's got to right. act the part so like when you can see those private moments between him and the sister where he can be you know himself yeah great is great. is great um michael b jordan let's talk about him i think i'm the only one in the world that doesn't <laughs> that in the world that didn't like his performance all that much so I so I think I think there's some merit to the argument that like I thought his performance was a little over not I won't say over the top but it just felt a little out of place yes. compared to the cast around him who took it as a Shakespearean drama and played it very seriously and he played it very modern and like so the, some of it yep. rang a little weird to me but as far as his character his motivations his writing I thought he's one of the best characters the MCU's. Ever yeah, had, I as think, a villain, I should say. Yes, I think the writing and the purpose was great. I mine is purely strict acting. Just performance. Just performance. I just felt like, yeah, it was a little forced and odd, and I felt like he was always on this one plane. There was never like ups and downs. It was always like not full t- like just under full tilt. Intensity? Yeah. Yeah. I, but like he's gonna cry. But he's got the scene with the dad. Like that gives him a he's little. He gets him a chance to be softer. Scene in the in the um when you first when we first get introduced in the um the museum in London where he's kind of got like this like he's got like a laissez faire yeah. but yeah but like I just I feel like once shit gets kicked into high gear like he just is at a constant level that never really sways. Yeah, I, can see I that. also felt like uh, Daniel Kaluuya's character. Was a little just yeah. He was like the Judas you, character. Yeah, you wanted to have that dynamic, and they they put him in shots that you could see there was like a rift. But like at the end of they the had day, a, like yeah, they had to force that hard. Yeah, to, like, to to make you buy that he was gonna, especially when his girlfriend, wife, lover, wife, was lover. the general, and yeah. he st- he still went through with the betrayal. Like for that, I don't know if that was fully earned. Yeah, but yeah. super badass when like after the rhino fight, when like she stops the rhino, and then he's like he's like put your, yeah. put your sword down, and he's like yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna put my sword down. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, the best no, thing to do right now to put my sword down. Uh, but the rhinos, let's, let's talk about the rhinos for a second. CGI was shit in this movie. <laughs> See, we talked about this in the in the other episode. The CGI yeah, it was, was bad. I thought what would have worked a little bit more. So I, the final fight, Panthers. <laughs> what, what if they rode oh, Panthers? If they like rode a, like on a, Panthers. Yeah, like it was like a mountain World of Warcraft. I could see that. That'd be fucking awesome. The final fight was great. It was entertaining. I liked it overall. What I thought would have worked a little bit more for me is if, you know, they had those ritual tribal fights throughout the movie to, like, decide kingship. I thought if they could have finagled the script to have that be the final fight and maybe just make a longer, really well-choreographed version of that uh, as the final fight, I thought it would have been nice. Like if him and Michael B. Jordan had, like, like, round two? Yeah, either around two. Yeah, something like that. If that was the last fight, I thought it would have subverted cool. expectations a little bit by making it intimate instead of a giant blow everything up scene, which we've seen so many times. 
And like Civil War is one of my favorite MCU movies. And part of the reason is it's not end of the world stakes. It's three guys in a bunker fighting each other because they don't like each other. Yeah. Like, also, this, that last fight so scene in Civil War that. when Iron Man fights Captain America and Bucky in that like weird. Yeah, yeah, That yeah. was just a dope fight. Exactly. But I think, I think in my opinion of like fights and fight scenes, I think I've been ruined by the Battle of the Bastards. From Game of Thrones. Yeah. Growing up, it was Helm's Deep. Like my, after I watched Battle of the Helm's Deep, all my expectations for awesome fight scenes were rated on how did it stack up to Helm's Deep? That's your bellwether. That that that's exactly what it is. Yeah, and yeah. everything going up to it. And then I saw Battle of the Bastards, and I was like, "Yo, Token, you're my boy." <laughs> but like, I'm giving it to, to Martin. <laughs> yeah, I'm giving it to Martin on this one because that just that was. Insane. I see. I have different bellwethers for different genres, so to speak. So, like for me, I compare the fights in all these Marvel movies to the Russo brothers' directed ones, which would be Winter Soldier and Civil War. Those two, for me, have the okay. easily the best choreographed and sure. shot action sequences. So, for me, that this didn't stack up to that. But those were sort of my major. Oh, I had one other like qualm. I want to make sure I get a chance to bring up. Okay. And this is about <laughs> you, don't, you don't. Okay. <laughs> this is don't about me. Crazy. <laughs> This is about uh, almost all movies at this point, and this movie falls into line with it. Okay. In so many movies. Yep. You have the good guys, the bad guys, and then you have like a third party. Yep. And the good guys have to convince the third party to help them. It's like yeah. the enemy of my enemy is my friend situation. Yes. And this movie, like every other, they go into battle. The third party sits it out and says, no, we're not going to help you. And then at the 11th hour, when our heroes are about to be vanquished, oh, look who decided to show up on the battlefield at the perfect time. It's that other group of people who now swoop in and save the entire fight. Like the Battle of the Bastards. It happened in that, too. <laughs> and, it, it, and Helm's Deep, too. It frustrated me in that. It frustrated me in that. It frustrated me more in Lord of the Rings 3 when the, when the invincible ghost pirates all of a sudden swept over the battlefield and won everything. It's one of my biggest pet thieves in film. For just once... I don't care if they do it for comic relief. I want them to ask another group to join up and then have them be like, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> and then just saddle just up. Do it. Like, I, we don't need it. It's or predictable. Just have, it's annoying. Or it's just lazy. have everyone die and be like, that's, yep. oh, oh shit. Yeah. That just happened. Yeah. Too, well. yeah, too bad. Uh, it's just one of the <laughs> laziest conventions in storytelling. And it just, oh. She read a letter. Blood boiling. Like, almost as bad as the guy landing planes with his phone next to me. Like, it's just... Horrific. Anyway, <laughs> anything else that you wanted to dive uh, into? Uh, on no, this one? I mean, like, I'm, I'm, I think, you know, we have planned. I think, I mean, leading up to to Infinity War. Yep. Or, or singular. Anyways, we're gonna take a deep dive into the MCU. So I'm excited to <laughs> to travel too. to those <laughs> parts with you and figure that out. But yeah, no, I, I think overall, good movie has some issues, but. Let me ask Don't you this. Fail. Yeah. How how often would you rewatch this movie? Zero. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm similar. I like for the same I reason real, I don't rewatch I have, the origin movies of a lot of the other Yeah. Characters. I mean, there's a couple so I mean, we I don't want to get too deep into it cuz we're going to go we're going to go deep, more deep into this for MCU, but like Iron Man 1 is if it's on FX, I'm watching all the way through, don't care cuz I I think it's a I just think it's an entertaining movie. Um the first Captain America film, same thing. Yep. I think it's a great film. Sure. But all the may in maybe Civil War if it's on, but I'm not actively going into Apple TV or my library and saying, like, oh my God, I'm gonna watch fucking Ant Man today. Like who mm. says that? Maybe you do. Yeah, hand raised. Yeah. <laughs> I've done that for Ant Man. 
Yeah, but I'm in, I'm in a similar boat on this one. I don't think I'd watch it a ton. It's good. I'm not going to watch it again. Maybe if it was on TV, I'd, I'd catch it, but I'm not going to actively rewatch it. I mean, yeah. it just, no. it was good, but not that good. Okay, fair enough. Just curious on your take on that. Thanks, Bill. So we're going to do, look for a bonus episode in your feed where we're going to be able to dive into the MCU a little bit more in depth. But thank you for listening to the Should I Go See It podcast with our review of Black Panther. Feel free to follow on Instagram at Should I Go See It. You'll see a Black Panther review in there. If you want to leave some comments with your thoughts, we'd love to hear them. Thanks for listening. 